Welcome to Direct Impact, where we discuss the various ways our mental health and quality of life intersect. I'm your host, Andrea Epting, licensed professional counselor, master's addictions counselor, and certified sex therapist. Think of our time together as focused self-reflection mixed with insight, passion, and empowerment. Now, take a deep breath. Now let's dive in and see what impacts you today. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Direct Impact Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Epteen. Always grateful to be with you guys. Um, Today, we have an episode where we're going to be talking about resiliency. We're going to be talking about mindfulness. We're going to be talking about distress tolerance and the benefits of incorporating um, a yoga practice maybe into your daily life. I am, and we are here for you listeners. We know that you're looking for a better way um, to bring purpose and meaning into your daily life and to directly impact the lives of others. Um, So I think you're going to find that this episode is chock full of nuggets that are going to carry you through the week in a positive way. So I want to welcome Margaret to the podcast. (laughs) Margaret, tell me how long you have been a yoga instructor. Hi, Andrea. I'm very excited to be here. Um, I have been teaching yoga since 2016. I have been practicing for about 11 years, um, but I actually prefer to refer to myself as a breath and movement guide. you know, my teachings are heavily inspired by the much more complex, much more um, just beautiful, beautiful practice of yoga, which is rooted in Indian culture, Mm. an ancient practice, oceans deep, right? (laughs) Yeah. So what most people in the West think of as yoga, a lot of people just think about the postures, the movements, um, also known as asana, which is really just a small percentage of the whole picture. Um, Yoga is really a way of life, and Mm. I feel like I still have a lot to learn. So (laughs) I am a yoga teacher, but, you know, when I really talk about it, I like to acknowledge that, Um, just that that there's a lot more to it, right? Absolutely. I think um, the way you describe it, too, is it's a way of life. Yes. And the constant practice of incorporating incorporating that into your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me a little bit more about, you said you've been doing this for 11 years. Tell Off me. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and like you said, it's a daily practice. So it's one day at a time, probably, you know, one month at a time, but you have found this to be fulfilling. Yes. Um, tell, tell me about what it's brought to your life and why you want to give that back to others. Gladly, Andrea, gladly. So I have struggled with depression my whole life, honestly. And I got introduced to yoga as a teenager when I was <laughs> really in it, you know, uh-huh. as most of us can remember those those adolescent years are. Hormones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just big life changes, right? And mm-hmm. just growing up and like learning about yourself. Um, so that's when I was kind of first introduced to it, and I really started practicing um, more regularly when I was about 17. Okay. And that practice has ebbed and flowed, for sure, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I've mm-hmm. gone, you know, months without getting on my mat. Um, maybe not years, but definitely months, right? Mm-hmm. And what I know now 
is that that was just my practice evolving. But it didn't always feel like that. Right. I mean, there was times where I was really turned off by yoga, um, just in kind of the Western culture, the, you know, room full of white women in a, in a studio telling me to breathe, like, didn't always feel... <laughs> it didn't resonate. <laughs> it didn't always resonate, you uh, know? And it can... I mean, a lot of people, if you've experienced a lot of different yoga studios, you know it can... It can be a little culty and weird. Mm -hmm. Um, But it, you know, that's, again, only a segment of the full spectrum, the beautiful, beautiful practice that yoga is, which has a lot more to do or a lot less to do with studios Uh (laughs) and a lot more to do with what's in here. And I'm pointing to my heart. All right. I want to tell you about Brain FM. Some days our focus is stretched thin. Different sources of stimulation regularly wear on our attention. Working from home can obviously exacerbate these issues. At best, curated playlists can be a crapshoot. Whether they'll actually push you to be more productive, who knows? This is why we use Brain FM. These guys have neurophase locking audio technology and fire soundtracks that shift your neurons into focus mode. Visit brainfm.com. That's www.brainfm.com. Use the promo code Direct Impact for great discounts. That's Direct Impact with no spaces. Now, visit the link in our show notes. Um, so, yeah, I think I might have gone off a little bit. <laughs> no, no, I love it. Actually, like while I'm listening to you talk, I'm thinking about our listener, and a lot of our listeners have. Uh, started or about to really dip their toe in or dive headfirst into a recovery journey. Yes. Um, which is a process. And as I'm listening to you talk, yes, about your depression, but about your your journey with your mat, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about the recovery process and how there is, you know, usually three steps forward, two steps back, three steps forward, one step back, three steps forward, four steps back sometimes. Absolutely. But it's the process and yes. it's the continued practice and it's the continuing to come back to that mat and knowing what it offers you in that, you know, in the, the wrestling Yes. That you do with yourself in that process yes. and the character development <laughs> and, and all of that. So, like, I'm I'm hearing you, and um, and I'm I'm grateful for whoever suggested that you bring your depression to a mat like that and to come back to your body. Absolutely, and to to go, you know, back to your question, uh-huh. of, you know, how has that helped you on your journey? I think that was your yeah. question. Yeah, and why do you <laughs> want to bring that to other people? And why I wanted to bring it to other people, right? So, yoga. Um, the classes that we go to these days here in the U.S., right, Mm -hmm. bring you into your breath, they bring you into your body, and they introduce the practice of mindfulness, right? Mm -hmm. So I think I saw or read somewhere one time, and it just really resonated, that um, a good example of mindfulness is to notice your hand and see if you can feel the inside of your hand, right? So like bringing your mind's eye to your hand and being Mm -hmm. mindful of your hand, right? So that's like what you're doing there is you are bringing your attention, your energy to your body Mm -hmm. and that's mindfulness. Mm -hmm. 
it's simple, right? But we mm-hmm. laugh because it's like it's simple, but it's so complex and it's so hard to make yourself it's do. It's so difficult to implement. And it's difficult to implement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not simple as an easy, but uh-huh. it is simple when you really mm-hmm. think about it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, as far as helping with my depression, a lot of times when we get into those dark places, we are so in our heads. Mm. And... I mean, it's so much easier said than done to just, oh, get out of your head and into your body. But when you practice yoga, you're practicing getting out of your head and into your body, back to your breath, back to what's real, what really exists. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times if you're in a yoga class or a meditation class, you might hear the guide say, um, you know, notice your thoughts and then let them go like clouds passing in the sky, right? And then come back to your breath. And you might have to come back to your breath 167 times, Mm -hmm. but you're practicing coming back to your breath or back to your body or just bringing your attention from your thoughts and feelings even to what's real, your body, your breath, the present moment. That's it. That's it. Because, you know, a lot of our listeners and even myself, I mean, I've heard, especially in the practice of psychotherapy, mindfulness used so many different ways. And it's so interchangeably used. I mean, when people talk about body, when people talk about emotion regulation, when people talk about um, the present moment, we we hear the word mindfulness. And it's nice to know that in that yoga practice, what that means is really, you know, coming back into the breath, coming back into the here now, coming back into the body and rooting yourself and grounding yourself in that into the present moment, uh, which is which is such an important practice of, you know, yoga, but in in contemplation and staying grounded. Absolutely. And I remember one of the first books that I ever read that was kind of a spiritual yogic mm-hmm. book was Thich Nhat Hanh's Miracle of Mindfulness. Uh-huh. And he talks about doing the dishes, right? And being present. And being <laughs> present with the freaking dishes. Right, right. And nobody wants to be present with the dishes, mm-hmm. but it's a practice of mindfulness of that you're, you're doing those dishes and, you know, you can be angry about doing the dishes or you can be annoyed with doing the dishes, or you can just do the dishes and breathe and be there and really, really mm. be there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, what I is, I mean, this that. is going to be a deep question, mm-hmm. and I hate to spring it on you oh, like I this. I love deep but, questions. <laughs> so what is, in the practice of yoga, what is the breath and body? What is the representation of the breath and the body? What is the representation? Yeah, what the is the what is body? the breath? What is the body? Because it's something that you know, um you keep saying we come back to that. Mm-hmm. So in coming back to breath and body, which we know is centering, but like what is that representation? Like what is that doing for you? The first thing that comes to mind, the first word that comes to mind is vitality. Okay. Is your living self, your living, mm-hmm. breathing self. Mm-hmm. And our thoughts are fleeting, right? We are just like flooded every day with so much information. And, you know, people are just talking at us all the time, whether it's in person or whether it's through our phones or whether it's through our TVs. Um, and so our, our minds are just filled with all of this noise, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And none of that is who we are. Mm-hmm. Right. Like mm-hmm. even like how we feel about something or what we think about something, that's not 
who we are at our core, at our center. No. It's not at all. Mm -mm. We are alive. We are human beings. We are spiritual beings. And we are breathing beings if we're alive, right? And so when you when you calm all of that noise and you really just come back to your breath, right? There's a another great saying that you'll hear in yoga classes often as well. And it goes, where oh gosh, where attention goes, energy flows. Um. And you know, you can hear that. I think I've been hearing that phrase for the last, like... <laughs> that, I love that phrase. It's a great one. I've yeah. been hearing it for 11 years, and it still shows up differently for me in mm -hmm. different situations. And it's yeah. kind of a good example, too, of... And this is something I was going to mention earlier, is, you know, I've been reading these spiritual books for years and years and practicing for years and listening to great teachers tell me things. And I'll now experience things and be like, oh, my gosh. That just clicked. Right. Yeah. That just resonated mm -hmm. just now. And I've been saying it and listening to it forever. But anyway, so where attention goes, energy flows. And when our attention, our focus, our mind's eye is on our breath, our bodies, our sacred, sacred bodies, our sacred, sacred breath, um, you know, our connection with whatever higher power resonates with us. Mm -hmm. None of that other noise exists. Heads Up Guidance Services, or HUGS, is a nonprofit organization dedicated to removing all barriers to quality professional counseling services. At HUGS, all motivated individuals, couples, and families can access the support they need and deserve in an outpatient setting. They recruit dedicated, compassionate, and socially conscious professionals who volunteer their time and specialized skill pro bono. HUGS doesn't work with third-party payers, insurance companies, or government dollars. Rather, they operate entirely with the support of people just like you. To help support HUGS, visit www.headsupsavannah.org. It's just... And there's no value placed on it. No. Mm -hmm. No. No. Yeah, I love that. I absolutely love the word vitality, especially yes. for our listeners, because I feel like that's why our listeners show up um, every week to hear what we have to say, because it's about bringing vitality into your being, into your day, into your work, into your family, into your home, into yes. all that you do. Aliveness. And, and if you are not, you know, practicing something that feeds that, mm -hmm. I think you've got some unrealistic expectations. Yes. <laughs> I mean, there is no way that you're going to be able to actually implement that if you don't have these healthy mindfulness practices, Yes. you know, playing out. Absolutely. Tools. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Tools. And, and you're absolutely correct. And I think we do try to bring, you know, this awareness to our listeners on a regular basis. And like, yes, I am aware that this is a platform and this, <laughs> and this is a form of media, but we need to be very selective, you know, garbage in, garbage out. We absolutely. have to be very selective about what we bring into our lives and what we bring into our awareness and what we're buying into, what we're feeding into and where our energy and attention goes, yes. just like you said. Absolutely. Um, we have to have like really good, healthy boundaries set up around that. And it sounds like when you're practicing yoga, you are setting up boundaries around all of those things that are biting for your attention that are just stealing your joy. A hundred percent. And yeah. the key word is practice. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if I've said that already because I, I really <laughs> emphasize this as much as possible, but 
you know, whether you want to call it yoga or if you want to, you know, say movement or mindfulness or meditation, whatever it is, it is a practice, right? Um, it's a journey mm-hmm. and it, it it takes, you know, doing it over and over and over and mm-hmm. over again. And like I mentioned before, you know, even in the middle of a meditation practice, say you meditate for five minutes, you might have to come back to your breath 300 times, mm-hmm. but you're still practicing mm-hmm. and it might just make it a little bit easier the next time. Absolutely. And then you implement that when something crazy comes your way, right? And you're just stewing over it or you're just like, maybe you have negative Mm self-talk or maybe you have negative uh, talk about somebody else who's done harm to you. And you say, oh, if I practice getting into my breath right now, I have this tool where I can maybe roll out my yoga mat and get into a child's pose or a down dog and kind of stretch it out, get into my body and let those thoughts kind of come and go without judging them, without having any kind of opinion about them, coming back to my breath. (sighs) Okay, maybe Mm -hmm. those thoughts are a little bit less um, triggering or just like sabotaging. Right. Absolutely. Practice, and that, practice. <laughs> and that, I mean, it's, exactly. And I know that, you know, we were talking, you know, pre-recording and it was just, you know, we were talking a little bit about practice and coming back to that and the investment in self and self-care and the importance of not getting into that black and white, all or nothing thinking. And just the idea of practice gets you away from that. It allows you just to, as I said, surf the gray rainbow of just show up. Mm -hmm. Just the practice of showing up for yourself, getting in that one pose. Yes. Just that one deep breath coming back into that one moment is so much better than where your mind could have taken you if you allowed it. Absolutely. And I think I mentioned Mm -hmm. to you, you know, I love the phrase that goes something like keep moving even if you have to crawl mm-hmm. so your practice one day it, you might be crawling to get literally crawling on the floor I mean there's been times where I've been in a deep depression hole and I literally have to crawl out of bed mm-hmm. and roll out my yoga mat and it feels like the hardest thing in the world but I know it's going to be good for me and I get into a child's pose and then that feels good and maybe that's it or Maybe that feels good. It leads me to get into a down dog and really stretch out my hamstrings. And then I get deeper into my breath and I'm like, "Mm, maybe I want to do a few more postures, you know, maybe. And if that doesn't happen like that, that's absolutely okay too. I think it's really, really important to note that giving yourself grace is one of the most important things that you can do. Absolutely. Some days you're going to be crawling maybe onto your yoga mat, maybe not. Maybe crawling for you is just going to get Mm -hmm. yourself a glass of water. Um, And other days you're going to be soaring. You know, maybe you get on your mat, you wake up early, you have your tea and you do an hour and a half yoga practice and then you go like volunteer and then you go to work and then you go like... (laughs) You're saving the world. (laughs) Yeah, you you get creative and you go and you paint something or you make some jewelry, right? But every day is different. Um, And yoga is is just such a beautiful mirror of of just life and the ups and downs and and as I'm listening to you talk I'm I'm reminded that a lot of our listeners really do have a negative core belief that they're not enough 
Yes. And just when you show up for that one moment, you are reminded that you are enough. Mm-hmm. You are a human being, not a human doing. Yes. You are absolutely enough, whether it's one breath or an hour. Yes. <laughs> um, and then that practice of giving yourself grace. Yes. Mm-hmm. And in my classes, I always say to anyone who's new in the, in the room, I say, you know, I'm here to guide you through a breath and movement practice to get you into your body whatever that looks like for you. If you want to lay on your back the whole time, that is enough. If you want to get into child's pose, that's enough. If you want to really send it and like go nuts, (laughs) great. That's enough too. Yeah. Um, But the whole practice, you know, um, emphasizes showing up just as you are Uh and taking away self-judgment, taking away, you know, any kind of worry around how you look, Mm -hmm. um, any of that. And, just being in your body and showing up, like you said. Yeah, and I'm also just, you know, the images that I'm getting in my head is also about showing up just as you are, because you are enough, but also surrendering. Oh, huge. And, you know, so you're in a position, I think, of accepting yourself as you are and surrendering the rest, Yes, which is so huge (laughs) because we need to first acknowledge we have needs before we can get our needs met. Mm -hmm. And I think that coming into that practice and coming into that space is acknowledging that you have needs and that you are sometimes the absolute best person or the only person to meet those needs is not going to come from outside of you. So I think when you talk about spirituality, that's it. Oh, that's that's a spiritual practice. Absolutely. You just totally hit the nail on the head. And it actually makes me think of two books. If any of the listeners are interested in getting Uh into any kind of spiritual practice and would like to read some good books, um, the art of or yeah, I mean, the art of surrender. That's not Mm. the name of the book, but (laughs) (laughs) the book is called Letting Go by David Hawkins. And that is really all he talks about is accepting yourself and surrendering surrendering the rest it's a wonderful book i would say it changed my life um and then i had another book too maybe it'll come to me in a second yeah and and i just i love this conversation because i know that a lot of our listeners show up because they are struggling with depression yeah they are struggling with anxiety they are struggling with mood and food disorders Mm -hmm. they are struggling with uh, negative core beliefs limiting beliefs and a lot of inner critic Mm -hmm. and i believe that implementing yoga is one of the ways that they can begin a practice of recovering from that, which is a journey, which is why I just feel like this conversation is so important. And, um, and I know that our listeners have been able to take away exactly what they need at exactly the right time that they heard it. And I love that you mentioned, you know, I think we all have to hear something about a hundred different times (laughs) and it really is just about how it lands at the right time and just allowing that to happen because we're putting good things in Mm -hmm. and one day at the right time, it's going to land just the way it needs to, to be like life changing. Yes. And I I hope that that's what we're like putting out there (laughs) into the world for our listeners. So Margaret, I just want to thank you for coming on and sharing your experience and a little bit of your story. Is there a call to action that you have for our listeners? I would say, you know, (laughs) off the top of my head, (laughs) um, again, like I said, giving yourself grace, um, understanding that your thoughts and your feelings are fleeting. They are not who you are. 
And I know it can be difficult, but my call to action would be that next time you find yourself overthinking or telling yourself how awful you are or spiraling out about some kind of situation that you just take a minute to acknowledge your thoughts, be mindful of your thoughts, take a deep breath and come back to what's real. What's real is your existence, your vitality right now in this moment. The rest is just noise. Absolutely. I love that. <laughs> One heartbeat at a time. Right? One heartbeat Getting at a time. back into your body. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much again, Margaret. You're very and welcome. Thank, thank you. you to our listeners as always. We'll see you same time, same place next week. Bye for now. Hey, listen up. You don't want to miss out on this. Wise Mind Enterprises and Lightning in a Bottle Digital Courses are offering direct impact listeners deep discounts of up to 25% on their 2022 course offerings. Say what? 25%? That's right, Edward. Just visit www.lightninginabottle.biz backslash courses to pre-order and save big. These courses are carefully curated with you in mind. Hey, Madison, did you know Lightning in a Bottle works with credentialed, licensed professional psychotherapists to create life-giving content that is sure to make an impact? I did, and I'm super excited about their new courses. Me too. New 2022 digital courses include The Antidote to Reactive Living, Healing Body Betrayal, Escaping the Perfectionism Paradox, Essential Truths to Support Your Recovery, just to name a few, and with more life-enhancing courses coming down the pipeline. And if 25% savings still leaves you on the fence, well, how about this? The first 20 people to pre-order will receive 50% off a second course of their choosing. Now, I don't know about you, but I need at least two of those courses. So visit www.lightninginabottle.biz backslash courses today and enter the promo code IMPACT to receive massive savings on valuable courses. Oh, side note. Lightning in a Bottle offers more than just courses. They offer a recovery and life enhancement community, and they are always interested in hearing from you. If one of these courses didn't resonate with you, well, let them know what you're looking for on your journey because your voice is valued and vital. Alrighty, my friends, pre-order or engage with Lightning in a Bottle at www.lightninginabottle.biz. Invest in you today, and don't forget your promo code IMPACT. Does anyone else feel like they just earned an extra brain wrinkle? Do you feel like that went by way too fast and just cannot wait till the next episode? Then leave a review and share this episode with a friend, a loved one, a coworker, or whomever because your valued feedback makes a direct impact. Thank you for dropping in snaps to you because you have made a direct impact by listening to this podcast. Make sure to follow us on social media and stay tuned every week for a new episode of Direct Impact with Andrea Epting.